Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and two films up for review this week. It's The Suicide Squad, which is a DC film, and the new animated film Vivo, which is on Netflix. First up is The Suicide Squad, which is a sequel to the 2016 film Suicide Squad. This one is helmed and written by James Gunn, who you might know from Guardians of the Galaxy, and he's hopped over to the DC Extended Universe. Now, yes, technically this is a sequel to David Ayer's film, but you don't really, it doesn't feel like you need to know a ton about the first one. It helps, certainly, to appreciate this one, but this film just kind of drops you right in. This is not a movie that is asking a lot of you, which can be a very fun and refreshing thing, but don't go into this expecting like a deep meditative film on what it's like from the perspective of an anti-hero. There are some returning cast members. Most importantly, Margot Robbie is back as Harley Quinn. I truly think she is the shining star of the DC Cinematic Universe right now because she is putting in her best work. And then Joel Kinnaman is back as Colonel Rick Flagg, and Viola Davis reprises her role as Amanda Waller, and she is sort of a government agent. I don't think you need to know a ton about it. The plot-wise, it's whatever. They do a decent job of walking you through the constraints of the film, and then they just drop you in, and there you go. And it's fun. It's very, very violent. It's definitely a James Gunn sensibility. So if you like Guardians, I think you'll like this. If you hated Guardians, I think you'll hate this. There's also a ton of very famous people in it. It's got Idris Elba's Bloodsport. And I assume what happened is Will Smith was offered to reprise his role from the first one, said no. And so they said, okay, we'll bring in somebody else and we'll have him be a different character. But they're basically filling the same role. And then you've got John Cena as Peacemaker, Sylvester Stallone as the voice of King Shark, who is my favorite character in this film. You've got Peter Capaldi is thinker and again there's a ton of famous people in a bunch of other roles and I think the thing I like about the Suicide Squad films is that they are very fun and also people are disposable it's in the name you can expect people to die that is what I don't necessarily enjoy about other Marvel or DC films or any comic book films right is that you've got these major tentpole characters and they're too afraid to kill them because they want them to be in 20 other films, which makes it so there are no stakes. And really, that's not the best way to watch a film because then if there are no consequences, why do you care about what happens to anybody? Whereas The Suicide Squad is more about cameos, more about cycling through people. So don't get attached to anyone, I think is my advice for this one. Anyway, should you watch this in a theater? That is debatable. It's technically out on HBO Max. I don't think I was bored by it, but I was not as engaged by this one. I, I gotta say, I enjoyed this one much more than I enjoyed the other film, in part because I think this one just didn't have any airs about it. Well, that's a bad pun, but this one did not put on any airs. It's just, it's a gory action-filled romp with a lot of humor in it. The other one felt very self-serious. I don't know if that worked to its advantage, especially when you've got a character like Harley Quinn as sort of a core member of this team where she's just so wild and absurd and I feel like it puts itself at odds with the material and the tone and all that stuff. So so I enjoyed this one. I don't know if you need to go to a theater, especially with Delta variant and all that stuff raging right now. It felt perfectly fine to watch at home on a small screen, but I do think if you are already inclined to be a fan of this, it's worth watching. If you watch the trailer and it is off-putting to you, you are, go as I said before, you're going to hate this film. I personally am going to give it 3.8 out of 5. I think there are certain moments, and they are very memeable moments, that I would give a higher rating to, but overall, it didn't quite grab me the way I was hoping it to. I like, I want, I was excited for this film, and it didn't quite live up to expectations, but it also didn't majorly disappoint me. Thus, my rating. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. And I'm back. 
And then the other film I have this week is called Vivo. It is an animated film. It is out on Netflix and it's a very cute film. It's a musical and it stars the one and only Lin-Manuel Miranda. He wrote new original songs for it. He's collaborating with Kiara Alegria Hudes from In the Heights again and Alex Lacamoire from Hamilton. So it's definitely a fun sort of converging of his musical history world. Zoe Saldana is a voice. Juan de Marcos Gonzalez is a voice. Brian Tyree Henry, Michael Rooker, and Michael Rooker, who was also in Suicide Squad, so it's a little bit of a double feature for him. Nicole Byer, Gloria Estefan. And it's a very colorful film. I would say it's definitely aimed at a younger audience. There are some moments that are contemplative as an adult that I think people will appreciate. It follows Vivo, who is a kinkajou, which is apparently a rainforest honey bear, and is voiced by Lin-Manuel Miranda. He is somehow in the employee or pet ownership. I don't know. It seems a little weird. Like, there's some weird questionable stuff in terms of, like, exotic animal ownership. But basically, he has an owner, Juan de Marcos, and the plot takes Vivo on an adventure. And I don't want to spoil it, so let's just go with that. Vivo goes on an adventure. He has to go outside of his comfort zone. I think the music is zero surprise here it is fantastic like you can't you can't go wrong it's thoughtful it's fun it's vibrant I think a lot of the visuals are really creative it's not the most innovative thing I've ever seen it's not the most original story I've ever seen but it's still a pretty enjoyable ride I oftentimes try to evaluate animation from the perspective of okay well if you're a childless adult yeah I think this one is actually gonna be a sweet enjoyable one to watch if you are an adult with kids your kids are gonna enjoy it and you are not gonna scratch your eyeballs out while watching it it's short it moves quickly there are a couple sequences that might be a little bit trying for those adults especially those childless ones but overall it's just a sweet film i think it's worth checking out i'm gonna give it 3.9 out of 5 that has been it for this episode thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed it we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing